0: Hello, everybody. Welcome. I am so happy to have you with me. And this video is probably my favorite video that I've done all year. I have the most incredible woman with us. This is Mina Irfan. Mina is a best selling author, YouTuber, eight figure entrepreneur, amazing wife, mother and woman who I believe is changing Western culture. And I'm so excited to have her with us today. Mina, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me, babe. I'm so excited to be having this conversation. I love that, you know, being so young, you're interested in these really deep spiritual concepts about motherhood and sexuality and femininity. So I love having these conversations. Thank you.
0: Yes, thank you. So Mina and I were talking about this topic that I at first was so nervous to bring to you two, but we talked and said, we're ready. She has some amazing, savage advice on this too. So we're going to be talking about saving your precious life force energy for marriage. Saving intimacy, saving sex for marriage, and why that's so important. What I love about Mina is that she has the beautiful Eastern culture and the Western culture. And her teachings, when they're brought together, both of these cultures are beautiful and so life-changing. And what's really interesting is her coming from the Eastern culture and me coming from fully the Western culture both had this same belief about the importance of saving yourself for marriage. And the only part for me was I had always grown up hearing, Alexa, save yourself for marriage because I'm Christian. The Bible says that my teachers would always say that. But I was always missing something. And I feel that you have such a refreshing perspective on this about how it's not just saving yourself for marriage because that's the rule, that's the law. It's saving yourself for marriage because your energy is so precious. And what it does when you give it to a man changes his life, changes your DNA, and changes your future, changes your energy. Do you feel, Mina, that there was a point when you had decided, this is when I'm saving myself for marriage? Because I know that you and Erfan waited until you were married to be intimate.
1: So just like you, Alexis, I um, you know, was favoring kind of like the Western culture being born here and raised here, but like going back and forth between the Eastern and Western culture, I thought like saving yourself was merit for marriage was one of these like religious, like dogmatic, like just shut up and do this and don't ask any questions kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But when I went to university and I started studying evolutionary psychology, anthropology, you know, the science and the biology behind it, it started Mm. really clicking in. I'm like, oh my God, how come religion never told us like the scientific perspective of how sleeping with a man alters the female DNA, it alters the way that you now see his red flags or not see his red flags. It changes how he views you. And it actually, if you end up not mirroring that person, it changes what kind of men you will be psychologically and like physically available for in the future. So you can't yeah. pair bond with your actual husband later. If you've slept with men Previously, like you have to go through an extensive healing process. Like, I work with women with this. This is why there's so much, you know, the divorce rate is so high now. People have trouble pair bonding in marriages. It's so easy to get out. So, I'm like, just one little decision completely alters the course of, especially a woman, I would say a man too, but especially a woman's life forever. And then you, we know that the mother transmits the trauma onto her babies in utero now. So like your decision to sleep with a man before marriage now impacts at least we know seven generations forward. And this Mm -hmm. is like scientific. So like, you know, epigenetics shows us this. So it's like, oh my God, I wish that religion had said this now when i started making videos about this alexis the funny thing is i was shocked is that religious organizations started contacting me (laughs) saying thank you (laughs) thank you because they're like the new generation is not very religious and they they consider all of this stuff kind of like rules and like outdated stuff and like you explaining it scientifically In a way that like resonates with people is like exactly what the world needed so i'm like
0: oh my god (laughs) that is hilarious that they came to you and it's so true the science is what i needed i'm very spiritual but i'm also very practical and when i there was something that you had said that absolutely blew my mind and it gave me chills and it was about how as soon as we have sex with a man our brain our body cannot be attracted and cannot create that deep intimacy with any man who has DNA less strong than him. And oh my gosh, that just gives me chills because I think, well, if I have hooked up with 10 men and then I find the man that I want to be my husband, if there's another man that I've hooked up with and his DNA, my body assumed was stronger, I would never be able to have that deep connection with my husband. Can you explain more of the science behind that and what you found? Because that was brilliant. This is one of those things where
1: they've scientifically found it, but the scientific community is very scared to speak openly about this. There's been researchers in the past that have been canceled for bringing this stuff. Because think of it this way, for a couple generations, women have been told, you know, sleeping around and, you know, without any attachments, like hookup culture, being on birth control, like all of these things are empowerment. And magazines have pushed this, like very large organizations have pushed this. Now, if this research came out and people were saw this and people would be outraged, you know, there would be a lot of companies and a lot of groups that would be, answerable like they would have to answer to the fact that they just ruined a lot of like women's lives so what wow. they're doing is that they found this research and they keep dancing around it and the research was actually accidentally it was it happened accidentally they were actually researching uh, uh the brains of people with Alzheimer's disease and what they and men and women they were just studying them to see if there were certain markers and certain things that would help them decide hey don't do this or do this and then you're not going to get Alzheimer's and what they kept finding is that the female brain had male DNA in it and at first Mm -hmm. there was all these theories well maybe you know it came from a a male pregnancy well no there were women that had never been pregnant that had male DNA in their brain well then they decided well maybe maybe these women were part of a twin set with a male and a female baby and the female baby consumed the male baby and that's why and then they found that the numbers just didn't add up with how many twin pregnancies there are with male and female where the female it just didn't it wouldn't add up and the only thing left was these women have slept with men who have now altered their DNA, except no one is willing to put their career on the freaking line to of come course. out with it, okay? <laughs> oh I've actually God. spoken to people that were like involved in these kinds of research and no one wants to go there. They all see that the science is saying this, but it would, be, it would be just disastrous. There's been people that have said similar things, like not even all the way, that have had their entire career is canceled. Like they can't, wow. you know, be published anymore. They can't be in like journals anymore. Their, their, their whole life has been like turned upside down. So I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to have to say it like that. We have to consider this, that when we are sleep and then here's the thing that I love about this is that when I read this and when I found about this and I started talking to people about it it made so much evolutionary sense having studied that side of it I'm like it makes complete sense our DNA is always looking for the bigger better stronger right option and so who has the strongest genome really is predators oh wow Because they are willing to eat people, kill people, like whatever they need to do to pass their genome on, they've done it. Their ancestors have done it. Their descendants will do it. Mm. They have that genome, okay? So when a female, like like exactly like you said, if if the average Western woman sleeps with 10 guys, well, here's the thing. What kind of men are more likely to get women? Well, we know that predatory men, lower their standards of who they're willing to sleep with, but not who they're willing to marry. So let's say there is a, a man that's a 10 on a scale of one to 10 in looks, in confidence in swagger, whatever you want to say, because he comes from a line of predators. And he goes on Tinder or whatever, and he finds like 20, 200 even women to sleep with. Now these 200 women have a bar in their psychology that says I'm only going to pair bond with a 10 or better.
0: Mm. And by pair bond, for someone who's never heard of that term pair bond, how would you explain that? So pair bonding is the actual scientific word
1: for falling in love and forming a lifelong deep connection with another human being. So you can pair bond with your baby, you can pair bond with your A husband, you can pair bond with your sister, with your mom, with your brother. Human beings, homo sapiens have evolved to pair bond with other human beings. In fact, Mm -hmm. it is the ultimate sign of health. So if you want to see if someone is healthy, if it like psychologically healthy, you you see if they're if they have the ability to pair bond with other human beings if they've never been able to pair bond with anyone they have no close connections and ties they need some inner work they've probably some kind of trauma in their past maybe their parents didn't pair bond with them properly something happened that disrupted the process because that's it's very unusual for homo sapiens not to be able to pair bond so uh sleeping with multiple men creates this uh this psycho like psychological shift in a woman where mm-hmm. now let's say the love of your life shows up like this man is your soulmate and he's right. an eight in in how the dna perceives other dna yeah okay he's strong he's kind he's loving he's got that dark masculine energy he's got that light fem- masculine energy yeah. but his DNA, according to your psychology, doesn't match up to the predator DNA because the predator DNA is just stronger.
0: That in blows that way. my mind.
1: Wow. You're now, even if your friends and family, like yep. Alexis, this is the guy you've been waiting for marrying him. And let's say you marry him. You're going to show up in my practice saying, Mina, I have the perfect life. I love my yeah. husband. Like he loves me. He's so kind. I just there's something missing. I can't like enjoy sex with him. Like, I feel like it's like you've slept with these 10 men and now your DNA won't allow you to
0: pair bond with this man. Totally. And I'm sure you've heard this with your clients. I hear it with mine all the time. Alexis, this is the perfect man, but there's just something I can't get past. There's just something missing. And this is probably what it is and i love what you were saying about hookup culture it's not empowering it is the total opposite and what i noticed growing up is i would always hide that i'm saving myself for marriage i really decided when i was about 21 that it would be a life decision and i remember people would ask me my friends would ask alexis how are you able to graduate college early how are you able to start this business And I never really knew the answer until looking back all of that time that we would typically spend as teenagers hooking up with people. I didn't do that. So all of that life force energy, I could plug it into my business, my friends, my family, my inner work, and it's made such a difference. And another reason too, I was so nervous to do this video is because the norm in Western culture is hookup culture is empowering. Men love women who hook up with them. And what I've learned is that men actually don't love these women. They do not truly love them at all. And what would you say is the main difference in Eastern cultures that you see in the way men treat their women versus the way that Western men treat their women?
1: So I would say the, the- main thing is that there is a lot of accountability, especially in my culture, like in the only way you can sleep with a woman is you have to study really hard, get a job, uh, you know, to get your family to go to her house, ask for her hand in marriage, have her brothers, uncles, father, neighbors vet you show up at your dad's job unannounced show up at your job investigate you and then there is a large five-day wedding ceremony after which you can sleep with a woman right and then (laughs) if you don't treat her right your sisters won't get married because if you are known for a family that like they treat their women wrong or there's something wrong with their family there's so much social accountability in my culture that like you have no choice but to do yourself right as a woman as as a man and so i for decades i watched and my myself included like feeling like oh you know, Eastern culture is backwards and like Western culture is forward, like, you know, I was born and raised here. But then as I got older, and I started studying, I'm like, Oh, my God, the Eastern culture just never evolved out of the homo sapien way of tribalism, of like, connection of family values of like taking care of each other of personal accountability, societal accountability, right? Like there, we still have shame in my culture. It's shameful. Like, I'm 43 years old, I I have never, ever, Alexis, heard of any woman in my culture having a child out of wedlock. And, you know, and sometimes people argue that I'm sure it happens. I'm sure. I'm sure it happens. But being 43 and never having encountered even one case of it, you'll (gasps) it's that rare. Right. I'm not saying it's never happened, but like it's that rare. Meanwhile, I have many personal friends that have tons of babies from multiple men who have nowhere to be found and these women are now struggling with raising these babies by themselves, creating trauma. Because now those kids are going to have trouble pair bonding. Like it's just this vicious cycle. So in my culture, it's just unheard of. I have never to this day at 43 heard of a woman even getting pregnant. Forget about actually having a baby out of wedlock. It just doesn't happen. There's so much social accountability. Like you, your actions are tied to your family's name. Mm. Right. So it's. It, there's a lot of accountability. We don't have that in Western culture. And yeah. it. I'm not saying it's perfect. Like sometimes, you know, you might have a brother that does something wrong and now no one wants to marry you. There are things like that. But it's still a lot better than what I'm seeing in the Western culture. As in like women are trying to vet men themselves. They don't know what they're supposed mm-hmm. to be vetting for. Because the thing is, men are better at seeing predatory men than women are. Yes.
0: Yes, we love the rose-colored glasses.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we see the potential, right? No, but men, they're like, you know, your brothers, your uncles, your cousins, your father, it's going to be like, nope, he's not ready. He's not ready for marriage. Next. We need that societally, and we don't have that in the Western culture.
0: Oh, and there's so much beauty in the Western culture. I think another big factor missing, too, is that women don't know how precious their energy is, how expensive it is. And you had mentioned this being in Dubai in October, and I saw this being in Dubai too. There's so much wealth in Dubai. Why is that? It is because these women, they cover themselves. They cover their sexual energy. It's only for them, only for their husband. Where here in the Western culture, it's just spread everywhere. The way that we dress, the way that we speak, the way that we look at men, we just give that energy out like It's currency. And being in Dubai, how you had said there's so much wealth, it's because women only plug into their man. And their man takes that beautiful life force energy and can create massive amounts of wealth and success for their family. And it's so beautiful to see. I think if women just knew how precious it was, as soon as a man enters your body, how he's getting your years of healing, your youth, your beauty, your expensive energy, and you are taking on his trauma. I almost think of it as being like a dumpster. When you engage in hookup culture, your body is being treated like a dumpster. Men can just come and dump in you. And when I had really made this decision and said, yes, I'm glad I've waited till marriage. I'm going to keep doing it is when I realized my body is not a dumpster. This is only for my husband and for me. And it was so empowering to have that feeling. That's the link that I was missing along with the science. I needed that to really be solid in it.
1: I love that. I love that young women today are realizing their worth and their power and realizing that what they have is precious and it shouldn't just be given away. It also confuses men because for all of our evolutionary history, men have never had this kind of open access to women, never. Never. And in fact, in any species, not just in Homo sapiens, the men have to be able to show they're providing, they're protecting, or that they bring something to the table. And then the female chooses. We are the only generation to have screwed this up for, I would say, maybe two generations, maybe three. And look what's happening. We have the results are in now, right? Like we can see what's
0: happening. Yes, 100%. And even just looking at the success rate of marriages in Eastern culture versus Western culture, it is so massively different. And you make this really good point that I love you say that it takes thousands of years, I believe it's thousands of years, to actually see the impact of these evolutionary changes. So what do you think, let's take a thousand years from now, what do you think the impact that hookup culture has had will make on the world? What do you think will change in the way that men treat women? women carry themselves
1: so in a from a biological perspective things that we start changing um like in our diet or like in our lifestyle it's about 40,000 years for it to start seeing wow. some kind of a change however it, it's it's so interesting that evolution is immediate but it's also long term as a species so it's like 40,000 years they say for you know like biological changes however One man, one wrong man can end your entire bloodline in one generation. So, for example, if if a woman (laughs) who is, let's say, an only child, you know, and she is engaging in hookup culture and now all these men are messing up with her psychology and she is now engaged in all this personal trauma. And now when it's time for her to actually get married and have children, she can't find the one because her DNA won't let her because of all these this predatory DNA that she's engaged with. Mm -hmm. And she's in her psychology like this or something better, except she was never a match. Right. Like that, that 10 Chad, that 10 predator was never a right size. Like I always say, right size your standards. Right. Don't high your standards. Don't low standards right size your standards he was never a match for her because we know that predators lower their standards when they're sleeping around right Mm -hmm. and so now she's waiting for a 10 when a 7 would have been her right match and so because of her trauma she never actually gets married and has children and think of her ancestors for millions of years surviving famine surviving harsh weather consider, uh, conditions, surviving diseases, surviving tribal attacks from neighboring tribes, right? Like think of the cave version of her, you know, all the women that sacrificed their lives, all the women that died in childbirth, all of them did it for the future, for the future, for the future. And these random men
0: just ended your bloodline. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> it, I'm so happy that we're talking about this because I wish I had this conversation growing up. I needed it. And right about when I was maybe 19 and 20, I was I made that decision where I thought maybe I should open my mind. Maybe I will have sex before marriage. And what I started doing is asking my girlfriends. I started asking women that were older than me, if you could have waited, would you have with their partners? Mina, 100% of the time, they said, Alexis, Yes. We wish that we would have waited. We wish that we would have at least waited longer with our boyfriend or with our husband. We wish that we would have waited till marriage. Every single one of these women told me to wait. And that's where I realized this is confirmation. And what I noticed too is there's a big limiting belief that men will not wait till marriage. They will, when you set the standard. I was in a relationship, it was about a year and a half long and he waited. And he waited because my energy was, this is my decision. It's firm. I'm not shaking in the middle. And he respected that. And what I've noticed now too is it's almost like this beautiful, how would I say it? This beautiful way to communicate. I am a goddess in my feminine energy. When you let that man know I'm waiting till marriage. And what you say, which I think is really great, you don't need to always speak your boundaries. It's just in your energy. I've been on dates with men where we get into that conversation about waiting till marriage. And what they have started to say is we could just feel it in your energy. I had a feeling that this was your standard. I had a feeling that this would be your decision and they respect it and they love it. Good, healthy, masculine men love it. And it's a red flag. If he tries to change your mind, if he doesn't want to wait, if he doesn't want to wait, good, he can leave You are saving yourself. But I see that limiting belief that men won't wait. Your husband is living proof. Men will wait they
1: will certainly wait and they respect you and themselves for it because the thing is that you're when you're sleeping around with men when you're engaging in hookup culture you're dealing with two types of men one who are just downright predatory dna they might not know it the thing is that dna is internal it's just kind of it's happening so they might not just like someone that has the alcoholic's gene or the cheater's gene, like we know these are actual identified genomes now, right? Like we know the names of these DNA. They don't know that they are more likely to be an alcoholic because of their DNA unless they actually had their DNA checked and it showed up in their profile, which by the way, you can have those things checked now, right? Oh, wow. But they, yes. it's just pulling them towards being an alcoholic or being a cheater. So there mm-hmm. are a lot of predators walking around that don't know that they come from a long line of predatory DNA. Like this, that's their bloodline, they, they, it just is who they are in their DNA and not that they can't stop that through epigenetics, but they have a natural tendency and pull towards it and they have to be more mindful than other people that might not have that genome. So they are on Tinder on all these websites sleeping yeah. around with women and thinking that uh, that's okay. Like they don't know that that's not okay. They don't know that that's predatory. So there's that guy. Mm. okay then there's a guy that's watching everyone else doing it just like the average woman and he's like well apparently this is what you do now you have to sleep around before marriage and he's a good guy and he just is trying to find the one but he sees everyone else doing it it's just the norm in fact I've heard of women getting upset with men that didn't want to sleep with them and seeing it as like rejection because other men want to sleep with them and this guy is like well you know I want to like see how this goes right so there is the nice guy that's like well everyone else is doing it this is just what we do and he just does it and this guy would have waited if you had those boundaries and those standards. And then there's the third type of guy where his boundaries were just strong, right? That was my husband. Like the thing is that even if if I wanted to sleep with my husband before marriage, I couldn't have because he came in with that boundary and he voiced that boundary like day one, even before we had met, when we were talking on the phone, he was like that uh, the only person I've ever slept with was my ex-wife and I only believe in marriage, you know, sex after marriage. So like he was coming
0: in with his boundary. I love it. I have so much respect for Irfan for that. That is incredible. There are men out there like that. And what I've even seen in my life, I see this with men my age and some of the partners of my friends is men who engage in hookup culture and sleep with a lot of women. They never trust women. They never trust them. And I've had to think about why this is. Well, if it's so easy for Like you say, for a man to just buy a woman a drink and then she'll go home and sleep with him. How can he trust any woman? He sees that pattern again and again in all the women showing up in his life. So it's even important for men to have that standard too, that they don't sleep around. And I love what you added too about how in the Eastern culture, especially in Dubai, I saw this, men have to provide. They have to show, I will take care of you if they want your hand in marriage. And it's not just your life, it's not just our life, it's also our DNA. It's our kid's life being on the line. And so when I would struggle, do I make a man provide? Is that gonna be my standard? I was never taught that. I had to learn it through my own inner work. And when I realized, wait a second, I have my future daughters, my future sons on the line, I will be with a man who provides. It is my honor to take care of them. So it's not just me setting the standard because I want to be provided for. It's DNA. It's generations on the line. I want a man who trusts women and who will want to provide. It's his honor to provide. And I love that Irfan is living proof of that. He is a total provider for your family.
1: That's just a homo sapiens standard. It's always been that way, right? Like yeah. He just never got evolved out of it because he wasn't raised in this culture. And yeah. so there are... I've had women from all cultures, all backgrounds, all races come to me and say, but Mina, X, Y, Z, my culture, my this. And I always ask, is the person that you're dealing with part of the homo sapien race?
0: I love it.
1: <laughs> because are you telling me that their culture erased like millions of years of DNA programming yeah. that not only we have, but even before we were classified as homo sapiens, when we were considered other species we were still doing this in fact birds do this rept like every species has a system for mating where the male provides and so (laughs) you're telling me that your culture erased dna like yeah no
0: no (laughs) and speaking of that too one of my favorite things that you have ever said i tell everyone in my life this is if you are with a man that is not providing for you go and get yourself a bird at least they will provide a worm for you. And it's so true. It's just in our nature. And I almost think it's such a red flag too. If he doesn't want to provide, if he's turned off from providing, if he doesn't want to honor your body and wait till marriage, what is still attractive about him? What is it that your body still wants to be with him? That's where I think some of the inner work comes in. Inner work is the formula that made me so final in my decision, I'm waiting till marriage. Because when I realized my body is so worthy, my body is a temple and I'm only a match for a healthy conscious man. When I started learning about how precious, how sacred our DNA is, that's what made me want to wait. So I love hearing all of this from you. At least get yourself a bird. That's just one of my favorite lines from you. It's so good. And there was another point too that one, actually it was one of your students, you know, I'll tell you her name after who it was. So we were talking about this video last week and i told her i'm so nervous to share this because online there's so many podcasts about hookup culture how to be the best in bed how to give your man this mind-blowing experience men that are not your husband these podcasts are just engaging in hookup culture and i told her these are the standards there's so many of them that talk about this and she looks at me she goes alexis I guarantee you, these women have never experienced deep, passionate, safe intimacy. They've never experienced it. Everything that they're promoting about hookup culture and being the best in bed, it's performative. It's not true pleasure. And what are your thoughts on that, about the difference in hookup culture and what that intimacy feels like versus deep soul aligned divine union?
1: So the way that women are wired, we do not have the ability to experience orgasmic bliss and pleasure outside of marriage, Mm. outside of the safety of marriage. In fact, you can't even experience it in an unsafe marriage. So women require a lot of safety, security, feelings of being seen and heard to be able to fully open your body to experience that kind of joy and bliss in a union. And that comes from it's not just in the moment. It's not like I can feel you make you feel safe and secure in this moment. It's like it's so for example, I've talked about this before the way women experience trust and the way men have evolved to experience trust is completely different. So for a woman, you could be providing for her, taking care of her, seeing her, hearing her for 10 years in marriage. And like today, you're right. showing up like a fool because you're having a bad day. She's not going to be able to fully open her body. It's going to yeah. take her now at least a couple days, maybe a month or two to get over your foolishness in this one day, depending on what you were doing and saying to be able to trust you again, because we were the more vulnerable. We always have been the more vulnerable gender, right? When, when it comes to physical strength between a man and a woman. And so because of that, I know that these women that are walking around saying, Oh, you know, hookup culture, it's fun. No, it's not. Because the best you can do in that scenario is be the man and give him the pleasure. So in a relationship, in in a sexual relationship, the one giving the pleasure is the masculine. Wow. Man or woman, in any moment, when you're giving the pleasure, you're in the masculine. The one receiving the pleasure is in the feminine. That is so so good. any, Any magazine, any podcast, anything that's teaching you how to please a man is teaching you how to be a man.
0: Oh wow! That needs to be framed. That quote alone. Yep,
1: that is so good. <laughs> so they're teaching you because they know. Like I don't know if they know this, but but evolutionarily, scientifically, you're not gonna have fun. You just can't. Either um, you can be drugged or high or like drunk and like pretend like you had fun. Like it's like very performative, yeah. but you can't actually. Your body cannot open up so think of your body Mm -hmm. as like this flower that's like closed off and think you and i were having this conversation in dubai during lunch right we were and let's say that you're happily married in a 10-year union and every year your union gets more robust and stronger and you trust each other more and your man is showing up as a hundred percent every single day especially that day this is going to be your body yep like physically your body will just open up your energy will open up your pleasure will open up in fact my husband has told me many times that they can men can feel that
0: That so you can be
1: pretending to be turned on but (gasps) the minute they enter they can feel how open you are and they know that that's a barometer of how they've been showing up let's say that maybe i work through the thing and i tell him you know it's fine he's going to be able to feel it. And then yeah. he'll stop. And he'll say, let's let's resolve this first. Oh, my! and gosh, so my husband beautiful. and I actually have a practice every evening, where we have this like, sharing, being seen and heard kind of practice. So to go back to the other thing we were talking about, you cannot as a woman hook up with someone where you have no history with him because even if you had history with him and he was showing up wrong that day your body wouldn't be able to fully open up this is why a lot of women can't have orgasms in marriage even um, aside from the fact that you know they've been sleeping around and all of that stuff even if they didn't sleep around let's say that their husband was distracted that day because he has a lot on his mind your body isn't gonna fully open so i've heard a lot of men say that they don't they're they to them they don't fool around. They act right every single day show up for their woman, <laughs> yep. because they it's not worth it. If her body's gonna shut off. And yeah. now it's gonna take them three months to open her body up again. They just realize it's not worth it.
0: Mm, that is mind blowing. I love the biology of this. When you told me this in Dubai, my mind was just blown. And what I hear a lot is women will say it hurts. It's just not comfortable for me. And it probably hurts because their body is so closed, it's not as open as it can be. Getting so graphic here. <laughs> and,
1: exactly. This is like a scientific fact yeah. and no one talks about this because wow. anything that that we talk about that negates the fact that they've been screwing women over with this wrong advice, people are afraid now. That is there have been goodness. some people came up like I think it was the uh, don't quote me on this because i'm not sure but i'm pretty sure it was the um chief editor of cosmopolitan that came out and oh. said that that the women's move the empowerment movement was about totally something else than and leading that like she came out and like admitted the truth there's a few people that are now willing to destroy their careers and put their lives on the line to speak out but most people will not wow. most will not most people do not want that kind of karma and that kind of thing on their life of like oh my god like so (laughs) people dance around this stuff but it's just science
0: yes i love it it's just science in this culture that's so easily triggered and so sensitive the science is what proves it and i love that the key for those full body orgasms that full body experience is a healthy safe relationship feeling safe your body will know And what's so interesting is I'm thinking about all of the podcasts and the hookup culture and powering groups that say, just sleep around. It feels really good. How can it feel good if your body is only open halfway or not even open at all, probably? And so it's backwards thinking. It's exactly what your student had said. They don't know what it's like to fully experience that pleasure. They're just speaking from such a limited capacity. And that, oh, I just love the biology behind that. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Hmm. So something else that I was thinking about too, is how, when you plug into a man, when you give him your body, that exchange that happens. So do you believe that when you have sex, does that man take anything from you in a divine union or is it an equal exchange? So it it's a... In a
1: divine union, in a sacred relationship, it's like this circular exchange, right? Like Beautiful. you're receiving his psychological, spiritual, physical protection and you're yeah. receiving his divine fa- masculine energy and he is receiving your feminine energy, which is basically it's Lakshmi energy, right? It's currency. Yeah. And so um, for like, even if you look at social kind of... um. Signs of this, a rapper, think of a rapper who wants to show himself as rich and wealthy and successful will have a music video with tons of naked women right. in the background dancing, right? Yep. Because for a man being associated next to, or even being associated with the fact that he can get women is showing that he's wealthy because when you, when a man sleeps with a woman or hangs out with a woman or is with a woman, he gains confidence from that. This is why in high school, the, the call, the jock, right? the, the football player whatever yeah. though he was. he might not even be sexually active but if he has the illusion of a lot of girls hanging out with him he has a lot of confidence if the minute he starts sleeping with someone his his chest his his confidence, his, like the way he carries himself start, starts growing. So men receive their self-worth, their societal worth, their respect um, in, in, a, in a broken society from kind of taking it from women in this way. Mm-hmm. But in a healthy society, it's this reciprocal relationship where he's pouring into her through his providing, through him taking care of her, yes. through him standing up for her, it's psychological protection, emotional protection protection energetic protection all of the stuff and then she's giving him her Lakshmi energy for, which he then uses to provide for her and her children now when it. you're just sleeping around with random men they take that they build themselves up if they even know how to there's a lot of men that are taking your life for his energy and like going home and playing video games with it like that's, <laughs> that is ridiculous it's like if you're yeah. going to donate it <laughs> <laughs> At least donate it somewhere. That would be like me donating hilarious. to a charity, knowing that they're burning the money. Oh right. Like God. no, yeah. I rather donate my if I am going to be so charitable, yeah. if I'm going to be a community service woman, yep. a social worker. I might as well donate it somewhere where he's going to then use it to provide for his future wife. And at least you did some good (laughs) in the world, right? We're now sleeping, you know, they're sleeping with women, men that are just kind of going home to play video games with it.
0: That is ridiculous. I love what you said. If you're going to be a community service girl, at least give it to a man that's going to impact the world and do something good. And I noticed too, there's a really big limiting belief. I especially used to have this, that if you've never had sex, if you're still waiting for marriage, that you can't have sexual energy, that that beautiful, dark, passionate, feminine energy is just buried inside. And what I realized is sexual energy actually has nothing to do with sex, nothing to do with men. It is about that life force energy that flows through your body and fills you up. And being in Dubai, I'm sure you saw this too, the women there have this charge that is just so magnetic. Their face is covered, their eyes, the way that they carry themselves, the way that they just look, you can feel that sexual energy charge underneath. And in my opinion, it's so much stronger than let's say a woman who has everything showing, lots of cleavage out, her sexual life force energy is just being shared with everyone. That woman is fully covered, is so much more charged with that life force energy. So you don't even have to have had sex to carry that energy. That that was so powerful for me. So women
1: are sex, right? Mm. Like we we are sex, we don't have sex, we are it. Men have sex with us to get it. So I think this is a... Really big misconception. Women in the West have taught to have sex like men because we've been taught to behave like men. Mm. We, you know, like if you really think about it, where did you even learn to have sex, right? From random people, probably. And then where did they learn from it? Like a 14 year old learned from his 14 year old friend talking about Mm. it or a movie that he saw. So, like, there's no like goddess transmissions from mother to daughter, sister to sister, aunt to niece that has been taken away in this culture. And so, One of the things that I feel really grateful for is is going back and forth between the two cultures in my childhood. I would receive a lot of this information from my grandmother, from my aunts, from my older cousins, because I don't have any older sisters. I'm the oldest, but my older cousins were my sisters. And so they would tell me, oh, you know, sit like this. You don't want to show a man this we don't tell men this this is hidden this is mysterious we saved this for our husband so we don't have that as much anymore
0: and thank god for social media where we can have these conversations now 100 percent. and even going back to your music video example that just shows men needing women in the video i truly believe this too if women were not here on this planet i don't know what men would do They would have no purpose. They would be so bored. And so women being in the background of their music video, it shows men know how precious your presence is. They know how precious your life force energy is. And so anything that a man says that you need to hook up with me or I'll just move on to the next girl, let them go by that is not the man for you. And I love what you said about how you could connect with your cousins and they were the ones that taught you. I think if the Western culture had this, the impact we would see is men would start behaving better. That idea that there's no good men, which I think is the biggest limiting belief in the world, I think that would disappear. Because women are the one, we hold the keys to the kingdom. So if we're holding those keys and we set the standard, men have to act right or they don't get to be with anybody. So I love that this message is being shared. And Mina, what would you say for a woman who has already had sex, maybe she's been with multiple partners, from this day on, the day that she gets this message, what would you recommend she starts living her life like in order to protect her energy?
1: I would say, um, I I actually talk about this in my book as well, in Lady Balls, that you need to approach this from a psychological perspective, a physical perspective, and then an energetic perspective. So spiritually, energetically, I have a cord cutting exercise in my book for women that have already, you know, done that and so that you can start removing that and then moving forward understanding foreign male energy so foreign male energy is anyone that's not your husband not your brother not your father not a cousin right like you're not going to go in a room alone in a home alone in a building alone Mm -hmm. with anyone that's foreign male energy so if you are never you know in a private space with a man that's foreign male energy, then you're not, there's no chance for you to be swayed into it, talked into it, you're not putting yourself in that circumstance. So from here on, you know, you want to cleanse your energy, you want to start doing inner work, because I I can't tell you how many thousands of women have come through, tens of thousands through my courses that have completely ruined their lives through sleeping around with men. And they didn't even know why. They didn't know why they couldn't get married now, why they were having trouble conceiving, why they couldn't pair bond with their children when they had to. Like all of these issues, but from hookup culture. And I'm sorry, no one that's been telling you this is okay to do is going to admit that they screwed up. Yes. Right? And it, no. One maybe truly they didn't loves know you. better.
0: Yep. No Yeah, one they truly don't loves they you. don't
1: care about you. Mm-hmm. We now know that even birth control is it's um uh, like ruining lives even animal lives like the birth control that goes yeah. in our water supply and then when we consume it it's the reason that there's more feminine men now in the world uh, Ooh, because they're especially wow. in the western world because they're drinking that birth control the estrogen in there oh. uh, there has been wow. animals that are being born with both male and female genitalia because of the birth control supply in our water like oh. this was a freaking disaster so basically- it was a disaster. <laughs>
0: Basically, if we just go back to the homo sapien way, we will be okay. We will thrive again.
1: Yes. And the thing yeah. is, I think a lot of people, when they hear this, they think, oh, we have to go backwards. No. If you look at Eastern cultures, a lot of the cultures that are still traditional in their ways, they're able to be modern and still like yeah. work within their homo sapien way. Like For example, being a homo sapien, I'm not going to be suddenly able to eat cardboard just because I decided that cardboard is food, like my body will react negatively towards that. So just because I'm moderate and I decide that, cardboard is going to be human food from now on doesn't mean my body my body suddenly has the ability to digest and process and take nutrients out of cardboard because that's not how we've evolved so I can be modern in other ways in my creativity in the way that I teach in the way that I create art but I can't be modern in the way that I modify my diet because we don't have the biological capabilities to do that so so I love especially Pakistani culture, because they're very traditional, but they're also very modern, and
0: but they work within their biology. Yes, it is so true. And as you were saying that, I realized there's something that I see in my clients and my friends all the time. Women will say, I just can't get past this guy. and I And I always ask, have you had sex with him? Yes. It's like the rose-colored glasses come on. There's just this filter and we can't see it. That's in what you said, how we can't all of a sudden eat cardboard. Well, we can't all of a sudden train our brains to just have sex with a man and move on. Our body is always going to be impacted. And what I hear a lot of Western women say is, I can have sex and be detached. I can have sex and my body is fine. I don't release that oxytocin. And it's just not true. Our body cannot do it. There will always be that impact, like you were saying. Exactly.
1: The only way they think they're doing it is they numb their body. Mm. And the thing with numbing your body is so basically what they do is they have kind of like an outer body experience, they energetically and spiritually numb themselves. It's just like if you know, you you know, I'm a victim of childhood sexual abuse and rape. And so when when you're a victim, you numb yourself, Mm. you kind of you get yourself out of the body and you let the body go through what it's going through, but you kind of like leave it there. There is a detachment process. You need to heal from that later on, because just like when you go to the dentist and they numb your mouth, you can't feel the pain, but you also can't like eat and taste food. So when you numb yourselves that way, these women come to me in my coaching practice saying, I should be happy, but I I'm not. I, I, my baby was born, and I, I just I'm I'm not there. I can't enjoy food. I have all this success, but something's missing. Yes, because you you learned to numb your body when you were going through all of these sexual experiences, and now you don't know how to unnum it, and that comes at the cost of your joy at your health, Mm. at your feeling like bliss in your life, feeling happiness, being able to enjoy life's simple pleasures, like eating strawberries or being on the beach. They can't because they've numbed themselves. So yes, you can act like a trauma victim and like numb yourself and not like get attached, but there's, it comes at a very huge cost. Mm. Is that
0: worth it for you to please a man that's not your husband? Ooh, that is Good, Mina, that is so good. So no matter what happens, if you are hooking up with a man, he is not your husband. You are numbing your body. You're numbing yourself from pain, which means you're numbing yourself from pleasure. And I also love what you said, too. Women who are victims of sexual abuse, it is 1,000% possible to heal. Inner work is the formula to heal. So any idea that, well, I've already been abused, my energy's already been stolen from me, that is the past, which, first of all, doesn't even exist anymore you can heal. It is possible for everybody. And I really appreciate your vulnerability and sharing that. Absolutely. So
1: yes. I, I didn't choose that. Like mm-hmm. that wasn't a decision I made, right? That just happened to me, but I did get to choose to heal. And so yeah, I went through my whole healing journey, which I've shared with you guys in my book and yes. my courses, all the stuff, right? I did whatever I needed to do. So yes, if you were sleeping around or God forbid something worse happened to you where that energy that was stolen from you, you can regain that but you're going to need inner work, you might need therapy, you might need you know, the the spiritual practices I've shared. But going forward, you need to take control of your sacredness and
0: not be passing that on and just devaluing yourself in that way. Yep, I love that taking control of that sacredness. And anyone that's telling you it's empowering to hook up anybody that's telling you, Oh, just do it, you'll be fine. They do not have your best interest in mind. I remember in college feeling so much shame. Girls would say, you've never had sex or you're saving yourself. That's so weird. So I would hide it. But now I think this is my greatest asset. I'm so grateful that I made this decision. And you can start today. Doesn't matter where you've been. It is a decision that will honor your body, honor your life force energy, your DNA, everybody. And before we end, Mina, we have to talk about your exciting book. I am so proud of you for writing this. Lady Balls, do you want to share your book with us for a minute?
1: absolutely so this is my book my baby this is the book I didn't want to write it just kind of wrote itself how quick (laughs) did you
0: write this by the way you wrote it very very quick correct it it got channeled in three weeks I wrote it in three weeks I can't even believe it
1: yeah yeah and in those three weeks I actually took time a break to go back to my first book and rewrite it like add to it so like I can't I can't even believe how this book came to be, but I just, uh, oh. I'm just so proud of it. And I know it's been creating massive waves. My favorite thing about this book is when women write and saying, I'm reading this book with my mom and my daughter. And I'm just oh, like, oh. I'm just gosh. sitting there crying. I'm like,
0: it's bringing generations together and I love it. It totally is. And just the name, it's so activating, Lady Balls. It's so, so powerful. Lady Balls, what does that mean exactly?
1: lady balls uh as as i talked about in the back cover so Mm -hmm. the the i think god has been like leaving us all these clues of how men and women are different and like for the masculine for men their power their sign of power is like on the outside of the body right well for women our lady balls are actually our ovaries and they're hidden they're inside and so (laughs) when i wrote this book and i titled it you know 99.9% 99.9% of my audience got it right away. Yep. And then there were a few people freaking out saying, why would you have such a masculine name? And I'm like, you're oh. exactly <laughs> helping me promote this book because I yes. talk about how our power is so <laughs> hidden as women that even women have forgotten about it. Ooh. And so this is not a masculine name. And actually, lady balls come before male balls. I don't. People don't know like the science behind this. Wow. And so they get upset, but... Uh, so every baby like every fetus in utero starts off as a female and it later is decided whether it's going to transform into a male baby or stay a female. So the default gender is actually female in utero. And so the Lady Balls actually come before
0: the the masculine. I love (laughs) this, I'm just so excited for you. So this is your second book. You have Contained in Love, you have Lady Balls. There's also a Lady Balls journal. Where can people get this exciting work of yours?
1: So the books are available on Amazon, Kindle, Barnes and Noble. Um, you can walk into any bookstore in your country and tell them that it's on Ingram Spark and can be ordered basically from any bookstores like in India, mm-hmm. in Africa, like any country, any continent. You can walk into any bookstore and they can have it ordered, but it's on barnesandnoble.com. Basically anywhere books are sold, they have the ability to order it for you, but it's also on
0: Amazon. Ah, this is amazing. We're going to support you. (laughs) Yes. And also your YouTube channel, your TikTok, your Instagram. I'm going to put that in the description so that everybody can come and check you out. Mina, this has been so fabulous. I love this discussion. Your life force energy is the blueprint. It is a key for divine union, for wealth, for abundance in life. So thank you so much for sharing your time and sharing all of this with us. Thank you so much for having me, babe. This yes. is so much fun. Probably yes. one of my best and favorite conversations ever. Oh, yay. I'm so excited to see you again now in person.
1: <laughs> yay, see you in January. All right.